<laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is Big Fitness Live. We're here with Mike Abney. This is uh, the 30th or 32nd or something like that. Big Fitness Live officially um, on the podcast. So thank you for joining in. So thank you so much for being here, man. Um, I love having Mike Abney on. He's my fucking <laughs> man. We talk spirit. We talk fucking mental. So, hey, let's uh, introduce yourself, man. Um, and uh, tell everybody who you are, what you are, and why you are. Why? I still haven't figured that out yet. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, my name is Michael Abney, and my company's called Michael Abney Life, and I help dreamers accelerate their evolution and wake up to the most epic life. That's what I do. Because I'm a dreamer, know, it and so nice. it's like, you know, when the marketing lady was coaching me, and that kind of came out, I'm like, that's probably the truest thing that's ever been like come out of me because I was like, that is, that's who I am. That's who I am. So like I have dreams uh, like everybody else. And I have this crazy idea that one day the world's going to work for everybody. And (laughs) I believe that. And, but you know, we, we also have to learn how to be with the reality that we're currently into. So yeah, that's what I do. Awesome. And like you, you just went away for a little bit. You were kind of like in California for a little bit. You were doing some stuff like uh, with, with some people. Can you talk a little bit on what that was all about? Like what, what were you doing over there? I spent a year and a half in a mastermind that was solely focused with one intention and that was raising the level of your vibration. Mm. Like that was it. And so what does that mean by le- increasing the level of your vibration? Mm. I can just speak for me. Like, so for me, it was a discovery of these deep seated fears that I had had my whole life and I just never really faced them. And for me going through those fears and that process and also hanging around people that have really high vibrations just changes your perspective. You know, you, we are who the top five people that we hang out, hang around and influence us at the same time. It's also this energy of like, yeah, we're in this together. And um, it was just such an amazing experience, but it really changed the course of my life because things that worked uh, stopped working <laughs> and just sort of shifted you into like a higher calling. And that's why I started doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. So like what, before we get into what you're doing now, like what was some of the most powerful things that increases your vibration? Like what was some of the things in that, in that experience that kind of increased that vibration? Learning not to resist anything. Yeah. How hard was that? It's a daily, it's a practice. Yeah. It's not something that you ever like really totally master. It's always going to be there, but it's just like working out. It's the same premise. You know, you don't work out to get to a destination. You work out because it's part of the flow and the energy and you feel good. So this is the same sort of way. It's like you, anything can happen in life, but it's like we can choose how we respond to it. I know people know that conceptually, but the value really is in the application because it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to actually apply it to life. And I was around a bunch of folks that like every week we were in, these amazing conversations, you know, about different aspects of learning how to respond to life versus react to life. Yeah. I think that that's a big issue, man. I mean, I always say that I think that the, the real goal in life is to try to find a way to like be aware of and harness, not so much be able to, well, yeah, control the space between stimulus and response. So what are some of the, what are some of the, um, some of the exercises that you can, or that you were doing to try to 
try to be aware of those emotions, those stimuluses that you were trying to create responses for, not reactions for? It's awareness. You have to develop your level of, of aware of what is around you mm. in your space. At the same time, you have the awareness that it is a reflection of what it is that you have thought. You know, because everything in the world starts with a thought. And we live in a magnetic universe, so everything's attracted. So it starts with a thought, a thought attracts another thought. And then we're so powerful, our thoughts, that's how our belief systems work. We'll see that reflected because our thoughts reflect back to us in experiences. So we'll have a thought, attracts another one, and then we'll see it outside and go, there it is. I believe it. And then boom. It's awesome in that second, but it's also a trap. Why is it a trap? Because people forget their beliefs and they think they're real. Right. And then they got to go kill people to like <laughs> stop them from, you know, somebody that doesn't believe like me. It's where it all comes from a thought. Yeah, man. Thoughts are fucking real, man. Thoughts are, are real vibrations. Like this is, this comes from, oh my God, what's it called? There's this, these seven laws of this like ancient book and it talks about how everything vibrates. Like everything, everything, everything vibrates. And I guess like, because in the quantum, if you think, and this is proved by science, but in the quantum, like all the way down into the quantum, you're looking at like, like bits of energy that make up atoms and they're always constantly vibrating. And so thoughts are, to your point, they're, they're charged and they send out and high and they send out vibrations and these higher vibrations are like positive thoughts. And then like these negative vibrations are like low frequency thoughts and so like when you hear these like it, you hear these actual vibrations through the universe like it gives you that fucking energy you feel when a sad song comes on you feel that and you feel that through vibration like you don't have to know you don't have to hear what the person is saying you know you can just feel that it's sad and it's the same thing if it's if it's fun happy then you can it's usually a higher tone like you're gonna you're gonna it's a higher vibration you're gonna feel that through a higher vibration which is interesting so i totally i totally believe that so now with all of the, uh, like, with, with being away and doing all that stuff to, to increase your awareness on these things, to have uh, control over your, your responses, you know, what, what, um, what are you doing with that now? I know you have, like, something that you're opening up soon. Yeah, I decided to, well, I, I also am a channel. So it's um, a part of my life. It's been a part of my life for a really long time. And I've just learned to accept it and not have it be a thing I do, you know, for folks that call and ask for it, but it's just something that I allowed to the connection to happen all the time, you know? So yeah, that was a, that was an opener. For Real me. quick for people yeah. that don't know what a channel is. Oh. Can you explain? Yeah. Yeah. So there's physical energy and there's non-physical energy. And I uh, wait, maybe a way to describe it is um, we were talking about in the workout earlier yeah. today. So there's this space around us and I refer to it as the ambient space. So have you ever walked into a house and just had the weird feeling? Yeah, definitely. Or no, been no. around somebody. They hadn't spoken a word, but yet you got a little tinge of something, right? Yes, 100%. Okay. So that is your subconscious field picking up on that communication. Mm. So it's not, it's not using the five senses that we all as human beings currently agree that we have and we have a language for it, sort of. But the reality is we are multisensory we all, all of us are doing that, but we don't talk about it because there's not a language yet to quantify it. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, when it goes into anything beyond the five senses, the five, like, the mind goes, 
that's woo-woo, that's outside of my, I don't have language for that, so it's woo-woo, I don't understand it. So that's why people like me in the energy worlds have that connotation. But I think people now are starting to understand that, you know what, I think you need to look over here because <laughs> with everything that's going on in the world, it's confronting all of us. It's confronting all of our beliefs about being what a human being is and how we're going to move forward as a race. I know this is like really a big topic, but it's like that's where we are at. And not acknowledging that is just that's sticking your head in the sand. Yeah, 100%, man. And like, how do you, what, what, what's your thoughts on like what you think people, what do you, how do you think people are going to start to react? And how are they, how, how they going to start to figure out? that they need to take more control over or pain. increase their awareness? Pain. Mm. Like the pain point? Yeah. It'll get too much. Pain is resistance. That's all it is. Energetically, pain is resistance. So we identify or make up the sensation for the vibration and name it pain. Mm. But it's completely subjective. Even if you go to the doctor, they, it's imaginary how they like create numbers based off of your interpretation of what your pain is. But yeah. in reality, it's not really there. Right. It's an event of the, it's an advent of the mind. That's so fucking interesting. Do, do you think that this is sort of what it is that causes people? I think you're right. I think there's everyone we bring on this podcast. I always ask them, you know, they've, they've usually reached a pretty high level. It's like, what caused you to start, you know, going in a direction where you started to become better, you know, and it was like, my life collapsed. Yeah. It fell apart. Right. Um, it was horrible. And um, that's why I do what I do, because it doesn't have to get to that level for you to wake up. So explain that, because that that part right there is where I'm super interested, because it seems like you have to you always hear you got to hit rock bottom. Yeah. You know, you, and I don't think I don't think you have to hit rock. bottom. I've always been somebody to say but you, you don't have, have to. You have to face your fears. So rock bottom is when you turn around and face the train hmm. that's been chasing you your whole life. Like we all have fears from the past. If you don't, if you don't resolve them, they're still with you. So they're not in the past. They're with you in the present moment. So you're carrying this burden. It's like weight. It's like, ugh. so that's always in the background and it's taking up our energy every day. Like I recently got a, an electric car. So it's like, I became really present to human beings do the same thing. We have all of this stuff that we don't want to admit is running in the background. Like, you know, get in the, get in the car and it says you have 200 miles, but you don't have 200 miles because it has to factor in wind, cold, all these different variables. Um, it terrain, like all of those things take your battery. And it's so frustrating when I first got it, it was like, damn it. I want the right, you know, it says this, I should be able to get here, but that's not the reality. So human beings do that too. We're like, I should be this place in life, but I don't know why. Well, it's because they have all that background that's eating their battery. They don't have enough energy. Mm. Fuck, man. So true. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, is, how can people get a hold of that? How training. can people, and like, so what kind of training? You have, to, you have to start, you have to build a practice. So like, um, I started asking myself questions. You know, I've been on this journey since 1996. That was the first time something freaky deaky happened to me. And I was like, whoa, what is going on here? There's something different going on here. And I had these like points where they were like huge wake up calls. And it was actually my guides talking to me, but I didn't know what that was or who they were or anything like that. It was just like, I heard voices, like somebody was standing right next to me. Like we're talking, it was that 
level. Not like a thought bubble or anything, but actually like, I could hear them and it like would send chills through me. So it was like, it just made me like wake up or pay attention. So as these things progressed, I forgot where we're going with this. Well, I said, <laughs> well, f- well, first, like, let's talk about that. Cause um, I said, so basically, Oh, the thing, the training. Yes. Yeah. So I started asking myself questions about what could I do? Like the world is, is what the world is. Right. But I know one thing for sure we do. I, people don't have 25 years to sit around and figure this out and go all the seminars, read all the books and do all of the work that I've done in my life to turn myself inside out. This crazy obsession with like understanding the energy world. And what can I do to create something that's the structure for somebody? Like what's the most important lesson that I've ever gotten or the, the biggest bang for my buck of anything that I've ever done is the morning practice. Bar none, without a doubt, um, I've done so many of them and I put together this, um, it's a product that's coming. It's a digital product that's coming out that actually next Saturday. Um, and it is called blueprint for an epic day and I call it bed for short. So it is this training or this education on, um, it's really not even, it's not me coaching. It's for me, it wasn't one thing. So it was never like, oh, that's the guru. I'm following that. It was like, I wanted to know everything. So I didn't believe other people like that out there like me. So this isn't about um, one thing. It's about creating a living practice that's yours that you own. And now you just have all of these tools and you could do it the way that feels right for you in that moment. Because mm. my morning practice is a living thing. It evolves. It's the most it's the most amazing thing that I've ever done. What does it do for you? So what's the, what's the, the biggest benefit of, of that morning practice, having that morning practice. And then like, could you give us an example of what that morning, what a, what a morning practice could be with using some of your tools? Okay. The biggest benefits clarity. So I'll tell you and why. So when we're connected to all that is, whatever you call that, we're all connected to something bigger than ourselves. So some people call it God, some people call it whatever, but it's like the name doesn't matter. It's the energy and the connection. So that connection happens when you get still and the mind, the mind clatter or the mind clutter can't, it's going, nothing can get through. It's like a ripple on a, on a, on a pond. So what you have to do is you have to get quiet. So I started out with just meditating, uh, but then it evolved. And then over time, like I, it's really important to make your bed. Really important to make your bed. So there's these spaces in our home that, that I'm going to show people how to activate. Like the spaces we were talking about, the ambient. So one, this is a, an hour practice. So it's like 20 minutes in the bedroom space. The shower space is where you do self-healing and love work. And then your private uh, meditation space that you create, that's your sacred space. So there's these three spaces. And we talk about, we start out really, really super simple. And then I add a new element every single day. So at, like at the end of the day, you have like 60, 90 new things that you can put into your, I'm calling it the nightstand. So it's a digital box on our platform that people can reach and have these tools forever. Oh. And I can keep increasing them as I new things are downloaded to me. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so fucking because awesome. It's like this. So people get this. So like, remember when we were like, Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, I don't know if you were aware, but like the thing with the magnifying glass and burning the, you know, we all did that as kids. Yeah. The only way that that works is the magnifying glass has to be still. It doesn't mm. work when it's like all jittery and stuff. So we are the magnifying glass. 
Mm. Everything that's on this planet is because human beings have focused their thought to make it happen. Like right here, somebody had to think of this. Somebody had to think of the technology. Somebody had to, like Instagram was a thought before it's Instagram. Like everything's a thought. Everything's a thought before it comes into the physical world, for sure. Yeah. But it takes us. Focus it, like right? not, it, it takes us. We have to be, we're part of it. Yeah. We're the court. Yeah, it's, it's like this, it's weird, it's the weirdest fucking thing. We're, we're kind of just that, that space, man, I guess, that, that vessel to take the fucking, the, I guess, the eternal, if you would yeah, look at that's it that a beautiful way, word, Into eternal. the eternal, like, into this, internal. you know, internal, yeah. yeah. It's, it, that's in, such an interesting thing, man. Like, so you, you talked about a, this takes a high level of awareness to really, like, grasp. It does. You really do have to spend a lot of time, like, pondering on this, writing this down, you know, researching things surrounding yourself. What was that moment you talked about earlier? Was there a specific powerful moment that, and, and you, you kind of said it, that, like, brought you to, I'm not aware, to, like, holy shit, I know I'm not aware. I need to become more aware to get more clear, to have a better, more fulfilling life. Probably the biggest thing was when everything fell apart, like big time. And I hit, I did hit that moment, you know, cause I was like homeless for about six months. So I was like 2014 had two or three things that could kill you and all of that stuff. It was like, and no insurance. It was like a really dark time. Um, what I'm saying is you don't have to get to that point, but no, was it like I hit rock bottom and go, yay, <laughs> hell to the no. No, right. Hell to the no. Like, I still don't know how I really got out of that. Like, because now it seems like a blur, but like going through it, it was horrific. Mm. But out of that comes the pieces. Like, that has to be incinerated so that the new can come. Yeah. So, you know? See, like, you, you have to definitely find a way at some level to vibrate with, with the belief and the feelings and the thoughts that go along with something that are higher than your current, your current place or situation in life. Yeah. I believe that you have to, it's not fake it until you make it. You're not lying to yourself. You know, it's, it's not fake it until you make it. Cause you're not lying to yourself. You know, when you're lying to yourself, it's like some next level thing, but you have to be so, clear and so intimate with and this is what i believe um intimate with your your vision your why um that it that, that like it starts to manifest itself because there's nothing else that can happen but for that but for the actions that you take to go along with how you feel and what you want but if you continue to feel and let the thoughts that you have that are that are sad or mad or anger or resentment like these things become your thoughts thoughts create actions actions create what is your life on a daily basis like that's what continues to to bury you man like i i totally 100 percent believe that so like you said you don't think it takes like a a painful rock bottom to grab the awareness that it is possible to reach a better place in life like not physically but mentally outside of the morning practice do you do you i mean do you think that it's innate. Do you think that it's something that you're born with that you can have this higher level awareness? Or do you think that everyone has something? Is it by chance or is everything? So what they've told me is um, the people that are on the planet right now are here for a very specific purpose. 
mm. the people that are staying. There's a lot of people exiting, um, but the people that are staying are here for a very specific purpose. So you think everything, like, everything happens for a reason? Yes, because it's all done by thought. So mm. it's not, there's not some big thing out there. I don't think that at all, or I don't sense that at all. I just think it's us, like, waking up to it. Because we are the consciousness. Because huh. when you're non-physical, when people pass away, they become non-physical. This is just a bodysuit. So, like, the thing that's talking right now, or the thing that's animating me, I'm not in the body. I'm the awareness. I'm not in here. I'm the awareness. Hmm. Because if you did, where am I? If we had a surgeon here and that cut me open, am I going to pop out behind my ear? <laughs> right. No. We walk around thinking we're real. Yeah. And we're energy bags. So yeah. when we think we're real, that's when the mind takes over and starts putting nouns on everything. So when you put a noun on something, that's what solidifies it into reality for the, for the, the egoic mind. So when you talk airy-fairy things, that's what freaks people out because they don't have an access to it. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. That's uh, that's a really interesting perspective. No, it's really deep, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, keep getting deep. This is what I wanted. I know. I love like having my two hours with Mike every week. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This like, is, I, look I, lo to this. I love. This is why I want to have this conversation. I have I have more questions in here to get deeper because I thought I was going to ask you like, what do you what? Because no one really knows this, but like you have to find a way to to guide your conscious mind from the prefrontal cortex into tricking your sub subconscious primal brain like into understanding that it can't be negative about things it can't it, it can't be in the, the survivor survivor mode yeah go ahead They're negative and positive are an event of the mind mm, i just i just read this go ahead on that like expand Elaborate, on that. yeah expand it keeps on you that. trapped mm. keeps you trapped so how do you get out of that it just is yeah is there is there such thing you're the only one labeling it that. Right. Is there such a thing as... So then you step into your own belief and then you just start sorting shit. That's all you do for the rest of your life. That's how people listen to each other. That's how people are listening to this right now. That's how all human beings listen to each other. They're like this, but they're really going, I agree with you. I don't agree with you. I agree with you. I don't agree with you. I agree with you. Oh, don't agree with that. Hmm. Oop, too many disagrees. Bye. That's what human beings do. That's right. But it's th that's not them. That's the little me in the head. Mm, there's no, I read, I saw, I just saw this, but you were just, he was, uh, Joe Dispenza was just talking about this. There's no cold or hot. Mm -mm. There's no good or bad. There's no positive or negative. No. It's a different degree of the same. It's all thought. Um, I just, I'm re re I read all the time. So I re just was reading a study about um, the quantum and how they did an experiment with um, somebody, they hypnotized somebody and like the toothpick was a matchstick and touched their skin and it literally had a burn from a matchstick. But just because the mind thought it was X, it had the response from the burn. So we have proof of this yep. everywhere. Like um, I've got a TED talk that I want to do and some of the resistance that I get is you can't be woo-woo on a TED talk. It's got to be scientific. And I'm like, oh God. Like, if you understood this quantum world, you would not say something like that because it's so ridiculous because it's all subjective. Right. So the people that think that it's science, it's just because it's, they, have a, they have a belief system that correlated with that, and that's the T. 
Right. Well, like yeah. it's, to your point, to your point on, on that, like there is a shit ton of science. There is a shit ton of neuroscience that's showing manifestation in quantum related to like biophysics. Yeah. Like we know this now. And the, 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 the leading scientists remind me of this it, right now. The, the leading scientists taking like they're, they're taking full rooms of meditating people and they're measuring they're taking like instruments that and this is going to be fucking to say this on this podcast right now <laughs> fuck what but there's these fucking crazy machines that they were fucking getting out of russia that were that were that can measure the energy of a room like actual electrons actual like the actual negative to positive energy in a room and it increases the energy increases in the room measurably with instruments when there are people in the room meditating at a, at a pretty synch, uh, synchronized way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that presence, it's, 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 the, it's the presence of a person that brings that energy up. So, I mean, there, 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 there's a lot of science that shows this stuff, but like maybe you have a thought on this. The scientists that are coming up with this, this, this type of science, and even in psychedelics, like so taking psychedelic drugs, this kind of thing, the the scientists that are leading this kind of like leading this 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 world of academics are sort of like I'm I'm relating them now to Galileo you know like what happened when Galileo found out that the fucking planet Earth was not the center of the universe I mean they fucking locked that guy up they called him a kook because you know he was just because he was saying that there's something that's that's hey no I figured it out like this is this is not the way it is for whatever reason there's there's science now that's showing some crazy shit that's explaining some pretty awesome stuff that the people who who talked about this type of thing without the proof of science of verifiable facts were always just written off as like hippie fucking hippies fucking whatever mm-hmm. um you know kooks yeah and so like you go out and you go out you start telling people hey listen science proves that all you need to do is be positive all the time be be like be be painfully be pain have a painful fucking annoying belief in yourself that you can win and you can do what the fuck you want under any circumstance and somebody just rolls their fucking eyes at you like you're a fucking nutbag and you're just like no I'm telling you I've seen but it happen. See the, your your the energy to so you don't need to influence them. Right, 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 right. So when that happens, what's really going on is because I, I intimately know exactly what you're talking about. So because you want to help so bad and you got this, it's like mm-hmm. this, this vibe, this energy yeah. thing, you know, and it's like almost you can't help it. But really what's happening is like it's not really gelled with you yet. I agree with that. And um, as soon as it does, people transform in your presence. Like there's nothing that you have to exert outside yourself. Interesting. At all, like zero influence. Uh, like our problem, like two main things. We try to we try to manipulate everything to control it. The only thing you can control is your response. Period. So that and um, bringing it back to that, like bigger awareness. Like, what is this thing showing me? What's the what is the energy of it you know like so if i feel like i have got to convince somebody so you're really just talking in a mirror straight just talking in a mirror yeah and joe blow showed up to be your mirror today and you know everybody that's in any type of relationship Mm. you're just in bed with your mirror that's all it is it's the only thing that's going on and we just forget that part and get really pissed at that mirror sometimes 
Yeah, most of the times. <laughs> it causes a lot of issues. Huge. I, I think this is why, like, I told you about toxic positivity, and I think this is, like, yeah. what it is. It's like, fuck, but I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe the fucking <laughs> word toxic. I do not believe in the fucking toxic positivity thing. I, I think that, like... I I think that that's a bad that's a bad term for that. I see what you're saying. I see it's, what it's people probably are a bad term. Yes, positivity. Like if you are, if you are like fucking forcing, I guess like that, that comes out of the good bad thingy. Yeah, yeah. it comes out of the good bad conversation. Right, right. trying to judge it, you know, yeah. other than it yeah. just being what it is because life is is um, it's just beyond the good and the bad. You know, yeah. it, if you think like that, you're always seeking the good or the bad. Yeah, so you're missing what it is. Right. Yeah. Which is neither of those things. Right, like we had this conversation earlier. I am not a person that lives in the present. I'm a person that lives either in the future or the past. And what happens when you live in the future? Anxiety. What happens when you live in the past? Depression. Yellow. (laughs) Boom. Dude. So what are some ways that people can, can start to get into the present moment and start to see this? See what they are. You have to get still. Mm. And you have to develop a practice where you get still. It takes a long time. It's also like, so the reason that I did this was I created the bed program was there's the way to really melt that in is to do it with a community of people that you love. And that's how I set it up. I made it affordable. I made it like loaded with value. And the, the whole thing was designed that it creates a community of people that can support each other. So I've done this often on my entire life. It is the hardest thing to keep in place. It's like medicine. You'll take medicine, you'll start to feel better, and you're like, I don't need that medicine no more. And that's what happens in meditation. Mm. Like life just gets zooming, and you're like, woo, I'm in the flow. And then you wake up, and you just go right to work or whatever you're doing without a thought about being still first. So there's a whole bunch of dynamics. that I won't go into the, the specifics of there's reasons why um, you do this in the AM. So... It just creates that space for stillness. So the light of whatever's coming through you can come through you. It cannot come through when you're, when it's all, when you're in the future because you're not present. And if you're in the past, you miss the boat. Yeah. If you want to get life, if you want to have life, you have to be in the now. That's the only place it exists. And that's a practice. It's just like working out. So how can somebody create a practice if they have like five minutes in the morning? I'm rushing to get here in the morning. I take a shower and I'm well, out the door. Got it. That's a time conversation. Yeah. Like you're running out of time. Do you always feel rushed? In the morning, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think there's a morning. I don't so, think there's a morning. Look, do you want to break it down? Oh, yeah. Okay. So how many hours in the day? 24. Okay. So how many hours do you sleep? Six, probably. Six. So six minus 24 is 18. Help me with the math, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> like, no. how many hours do you work? Um, probably 10 to 12 hours a day. Okay. Well, that's a lot, <laughs> but is it all the time? Like not seven days a week, not though. seven days a week. So how many hours a week? I've probably 50 a week. So 50. Okay. We're really getting into the weeds here, but let's say eight and a half hours on top of that. So now we're down to 10 free hours of waking hours a day yeah. on average that you have in your life. Right? Yeah. So what I ask people to do is consider one of those hours for you. Okay. So it doesn't have to be in the morning. Five minutes is saying, five, you're not committed. Right. And I feel like I'm not because I've started doing like. It won't like do a, anything. It doesn't because I've started doing like a five minute meditation in the morning and I just feel like I get like a 
quick glimpse of it. And then I'm like, oh shit, I got to go. And it's not going to be long for your mind goes, that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And then it's boom. It's like forcing it to go the other way for sure. Yeah. So you blow the lid off that. It's just the thought. You're bringing awareness so you can like regain your footing to engage. It's more than just sitting. It's an awareness about creating your day. So I uncouple. See, I told you this was a whole bunch of things. Yeah. So like when it came to me, it was not in an order that I had ever seen before. That was like weird. I also do this. Uh, it's called the nine series. It's something that they gave me at the very beginning of this. When I saw this company coming, um, it was like, I don't want to coach. I used to coach people and it just became, you know, I made up a story about it because it was like sucking my, and it, like, it was just like, there was just something off. Cause I was trying to coach somebody. Right. I was trying to influence somebody. Right. Because of this thing that I had. So I wasn't at the level of um, awareness where I'm at now, where I'm at now. So it just got weird and I just felt really off with it. And so I just let it go. But I realized it became a codependent thing. So like they used me to not have to think and that really wasn't benefiting them or process. Does that make sense? Totally like when something sense. happened, they were like, work this out, work this out with me. Got it. I love doing that. But at some point, we have to learn to do this ourselves because... For you to be successful and For the to world to transform, we all got to be doing this. So having that experience and then seeing that this was a multitude of things, that's when I was like, this putting this together created the space to create the space. Yeah. Because we have spaces around us. So like in the morning, the most powerful thing you can do is just imagine... Your day, like we all have things in our calendar and it's like, how do I want to experience my workout at 9 a.m.? How do I want to experience that drive home, getting ready, coming back here? How do I want to experience my coaching clients this afternoon? You know, because it's always a source of, okay, I've got one of these calls. It's a lot at stake. I'm, you know, putting it out there. This is something new for me. But the only way this is working is like every call, I just have to stay so in that now, I can't take anything with it with me because yeah. everything we ever need ever is only available now. That's it's totally true, and this is the only thing that exists right here in the all the all powerful and uh, beautiful now moment. Yeah. What do you do to keep you? What, what do you do to keep you intentional before you go into these things? I create intention. I use intention for everything. I create intention before I sat down here. Do you have like a, do you have like a, something in your that you keep in your pocket? Do you have like a, no? I just don't. Gotcha. So like you set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through me and I'm experience the purity of my own consciousness. And the big one is accepting human beings for exactly who they are. Mm. That's so mantras. You use a lot of mantras like that. That's my intention. It's your intention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Got you. So that's awesome. Like, um, I mean, uh, so I, I try to like, I'm, I'm clearly in need of, of deeper understanding of myself and my surroundings. This is like my whole journey since the beginning. Um, but what if, I, what do, if you weren't, what if I wasn't right? And I know so, what if you weren't, what do you mean? You just said I'm in constant need. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you just pulled yourself into the future. Fucking me, dude. It's okay. This is why I wanted Mike to come. I know. This is <laughs> so you pull your energy in the future. Yeah. You don't need nothing. Mm. What do you need? You don't need anything. That's don't need anything. You're right. You're right. So you, so you don't think. So you don't think like a vision board 
is Those are useful. tools. And if you're creating something that you want to like have the outside representation of that you're creating, absolutely. Some people do it digitally. I actually have a big, huge thing on my wall that's like um, I paste everything on it. When I'm creating something or molding the clay, I yeah. call it molding the clay. I'll put it out there so I can visually see it. I had to do that with this course because it's like 30 days. I'm like, okay, what, how is this going to flow? This has to have some, I love formulas. So there's formulas and everything. So I had to see all that and I couldn't see it in a computer because it only gives you one screen at a time. So I had a big, huge like background thing and I put that thing on the wall and I just started like getting my little three by five cards out. Those are my magic. I love those things. I love it. (laughs) And I just started like, it just like came. Yeah, man. Fuck. So there's nothing wrong with that. But see, so you're doing it with intention. Yeah, yeah I, I totally I totally see what you're saying. And um, man, that's a hard one to grasp. Or it's an easy one to grasp. There's something right past it, though. So it's not just following. It's not just creating intention. When you create an intention, the universe will actually send you this, what you intended via an experience. So I'm not saying what I want to happen. I'm saying how I want to experience it. Hmm, that's a super important distinction. Yeah. And to get it to become real in our lives, we have to acknowledge it when it happens. And when you do, it's like pouring gasoline on it. So that's why when I say I accelerate the evolution of dreamers, dreamers are already, we're all evolving. I just want to put some gas on it because I am over this part. Of like, you know, we are just at the precipice of like human beings getting that war doesn't work. Yeah. There's something different about the planet. Like since the, um, um, the pandemic, something shifted. So everything that I used to see individually, I now see applied to the collective. Like we're all going through it. Every single person on this planet knows that this is like what's happening in the world right now is... Um, the past. Right. This is, this is right. It's, but nobody it's knows archaic. what to do about it. This is really interesting because I saw something online the other day that said that like at the beginning of the pandemic, like the universe stopped Yeah. and we shifted into a new dimension. We did. We did. And I was like, ah, I don't know how I feel about that. And then I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, everybody is different. There is a You different... know, you can't go back, right? Yeah. Those were the good old days. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. You can't change. Like there's nothing that's going to be the same that it was two no. years ago. You can't unding a bell. So even though this situation has been going on and like all the war, how that, all that crap works, that's just an advent of somebody's mind. Like, so there's a thought, like all that destruction is just from a thought. It's just from a thought. thought. And, and what I find interesting is. And the Ukrainian people are standing up because of a thought. Right. It's all fucking, it's It's just, it all comes from the brain, man. But like. I, I truly believe that. I, I don't believe that anybody thinks that this is a good idea. I, I like. I don't know too much about it, but uh, like, I don't know too much about like you know the the specifics on what's happening on like the elite level. But I mean, to your point, somebody is some some somebody somewhere seems to be. And this again, this is just an assumption. I don't know this, but some somebody who's whoever's pulling the strings and like calling the shots, like everything you hear it's like i don't think any of these people who are actually sending the bombs want to send the bombs man they, you know somebody's telling them to send the bombs they're like this is crazy why would we send the bombs yeah but they're just they're, they're doing you know they're they're just doing what they're told but like i think you're right i don't think that there's a single i mean there's not a single i don't think there's a single person who's like yeah like let's you know what's what's makes sense is for you to bomb 
a fucking hospital or like to bomb a place where there's innocent people living, you know, like, and using that reality because it's hard to watch. So that's telling us something as human beings. So we don't want to see it. We don't want to face it. Yeah. But like when we did they're like, so what happened to me? Like happens to everybody. We all have these freight trains. And when you turn around and face them, that you, the freight train will actually, if it hits you, it will empower you. It's going to shred you to tears, but like it's going to, it's going to transform you. So that's what's happening right now. Yeah. Like we're having to face that this shit still exists in 2022. Right. What do you think is going to be the outcome? What do you think is going to be the outcome in terms of the collective mind peace. after this? Peace. Think so? I know so. Fuck yeah, I'm here for it. Me too. Yeah. It's in our hearts right now. It's coming out. Like yeah. it's, you can't have that without the other. He's like everything that he, like any, any action now on the planet where you try to influence another or force somebody to do something will backfire on the person doing it on a level that's uncomprehensible because yeah. there is no energy on the planet to support bullshit like that anymore. None. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. 100%. Dude, with your clients, with the, not your clients, but maybe you call the people you your clients, clients when they work with me, customers when, they, when we're talking. Gotcha. Okay, there we go. And so, like, um, with your clients and your customers and everyone that you help, all this stuff, you, you have an interesting perspective on coaching that I agree with tenfold, which is that, like, you cannot you, – you, and I tell my – and I, in some way, shape, or form, I've told my, my, my trainers this, is that, like, you will never be the reason somebody changes – but through leading by example and just being the, yeah. the example yeah. of the thing, it, yeah. you will emit the energy that may change, that may be the spark in the person that helps them to change themselves. Yeah. And so how and the fuck did you come up with that, like, awareness? And what do you, so then now what do you do with that knowledge to help people get better? Is it, because if you can't, when do you know that what you're doing isn't helping somebody and you can't really tell them like to change because that wouldn't, that would be kind of against the whole thing, right? Because that would still be you saying you need to change, which is really you saying that you need to change. Right? I would say the big, huge, 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 huge difference is I am clear since I am getting, see, I'm just in the boat with everybody else, right? So I, it's the hardest thing in the world to keep doing. But the thing that was different was I knew at the beginning of the year that I was starting this project that was going to culminate in this thing coming out with me sharing this with folks. And I'm like, I can't do that unless I'm already doing that. You know, I can't share or teach somebody something if I'm not doing it. It's not authentic. So um, that became my group. So like me knowing that I was going to be doing that is what it just became a pattern. So if you can do it, you can, we can do anything for three days. Human beings can do anything for three days. If you could do it for three days, you could do it for three weeks. If you do it for three weeks, you've established a habit. Yeah. So that's how I quit smoking. Was that? So it's like the power of threes. So th that's why this program is 30 days. So we've got 21 days for the habit. I gear up before and then we solidify and then there's a, pod where they land to where they can adjust and it seems like that the the law of three so like you were you're saying like you know let's let's do let's do like many stones to milestones to like to kind of trick that fucking primal brain 
you know, into like thinking too far in the future to have anxiety and make you stop. Like when I always get the question, how long is it going to take, Jordan? I'm like, you're, you're already losing if you're thinking how long is this going to take because the idea is that you're, you're changing right now. You know, like, because if you are always, if you always have a finish line, if you're always like somebody who's thinking like, um, so I like, I like your law of threes. If you're always thinking like, hey, like once I reach this 30 days, once this six months is over, you know, once this year is up, you know, if you're always thinking, well, this sucks until X, Y, Z, you know, then you're always still not it, you're always, you're still detaching the thing you're trying to become from yourself because if, if there's a finish line, you that means the, at some level it's going to stop. Do you feel the constraint inside that time conversation? Oh, oh, always. Yeah. Always. It's not real. Really? Explain. Time's not real. Oh, okay, I see. But you're acting like it's but real. Tell them. But tell them. Your mind, it'll hijack time like no tomorrow. Yeah. Because you're running out of it. You're running out of time. Right. There's no such thing as time. It's just an advent that we all have. So we know how to meet here at 1130. That's all it is. That's a powerful, that's a powerful. It's just when to show up to stuff. But now you, everything's recorded. You you do it when you want to. Like it's actually starting to melt into our psyche. We just don't even realize it. But like time's a total illusion. Time is total. You don't, your dog doesn't know. Like. 10 o'clock feed me. He did. No, (laughs) this is very true. There's no time in the natural world. It only exists as a concept in our head. And then we fight with that. That takes enormous battery power. That's why people that operate without a calendar, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> <Until, laughs> I was just thinking that myself. That's how I exited that time conversation was the calendar. Because I used to hate it. It made me feel so constrained. But the constraint wasn't that. That's just a calendar thingy. It's digital. It's not even real. Neither was a time conversation. But like when I got that, that this was just a way so I could remember stuff like to be where I needed to be and my commitments and things that I wanted to have come into the world, you know, I put them in those in that context. But it's not like I don't allow that anymore. Like I'm running out of something. Man, oh, my God. Dude, if you could just like go out to the woods and just and just like live the day to day without a fucking clock or a a calendar for like a month and just like, and just get rich, like just not, and just be away from a fucking clock and a timer and a schedule. And a phone. And a phone, all that shit. Dude. Would you freak out though? I think so. Oh my God, I'd have oh, a yeah. panic, panic attack. Because where would you go? I would go straight to my head. Well, no, you'd be going to the future. Uh, yeah. Right. Because I'd you'd be, be trying to get the fuck yeah. out of there. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my God, that's how you Pain! Because yeah. you would be resisting the now. Yeah. And all there is is to fall into it. Because what, it, what we're really saying is, I don't trust you, universe. Yeah. yeah. So, Interesting. Like if it, your universe is God or Allah, whatever your name for whatever that force is. Because when you name it, it's no longer the thing. When you name whatever that thing is that runs through all of us, that animates everything. When you name it, it's no longer that thing. Hmm. It became a noun. Then it's privy to, I'm right, you're wrong. And that's what more people have died on this planet in the history of our world is from that one conversation. You're so right. That's fucking power. That's a powerful And, and not even about the conversation. They're not fighting about it. They're fighting about being right about it. Yeah. That's very true. But they're, but they're, they're both fucking right. 
they're just no that is the key that's the key to freedom for every human being everyone's right and the mind goes that can't be but it is from the context we have thoughts they become beliefs i believe them yes that is real that is that the thing is we're not aware that we can choose shit that's wonderful yeah yeah i think you're right I think you're 100% right, man. That's such an interesting thing. The thing so are that you. we are. Right, right. Everybody's 100% we're both, right. We're both 100% right. Dude, like it's, it's feel good. It does feel good. It feels good to think, to, to just, to just like get rid of the, that bullshit. Bullshit. That bullshit. And also, I think like, wow. Then we can talk as human beings and we can have conversations. Yeah. When I know you're right and I know I'm right, everybody's right, everything's right, then there's actual conversations that can happen. Okay. You're right, and let's, let's just see that, visualize that through thread. Right, like I can see people getting more vulnerable with each other if you just, yeah. are, everybody's right, and if everybody believes it. Imagine in relationships, the context of our relationships coming from, I know you're right. Damn. I'm right. Like, we all had to agree to it. So there was this book um, Gary Zukoff wrote. Um, about Gary Zukoff? Yeah, about spiritual partnerships. And it was, I was back in... 20 years ago, 15 years ago, whenever it was. But that was, he was like, that's how to operate a relationship. When something gets pissed, you know, if somebody gets pissed off inside of a relationship, the thing to do is like, listen, I'm really mad right now. Right. And I know that it's just something that you're reflecting to me. So I would love to have you help me be mirrors for each other. And I don't have to make it about you. Cause I know that it's about me, but I really would love your help. Cause I got a blind spot. Cause if you are in a relationship, you're there to work out your blind spots. That's what they are. That's what they are. Yeah. It's not that it's not the thing that we thought they were growing up. Yeah. Not that that doesn't exist. Like people stay together for a really long time, but at the core, that's all we're really doing yeah. or you're fighting about it and become resigned and stay in a bubble and never evolve. And that, um, so you get and pissed and get a divorce. This go, right. Right. go like do it with another person. Yeah. <laughs> it's a concept of de defensive pattern over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, you're constantly, yeah. I think that comes, I think you're so right. Like if you could just be like, wow, if I could just see that, like it's, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my significant other and I'm just like, I'm mad about my own thing. I'm just fucking projecting it at this mirror. Like, and, um, and then they're the one who may be taking it completely. Like, Cause you, then you'll fun. trigger intimately with your partner because you're together because right. your buttons match. Yeah. That takes a very, that takes like two people agreeing. Like you said, you both, have to have agreement. You're both on board with, and with the understanding that these concepts are, are true because they fucking just, they are, they're just true concepts. These are, but imagine going to laws. your partner and say, listen, I had this epiphany. I totally love you. I love you enough that I want to have a different type of relationship. I want to complete on the one that we had and I want to create one where we know this about each other. Mm. And this is how we operate. And I would love to create this with you because I love you so much. And I want you to be in my life. I know how we're going is not sustainable. I know we're going to end up in divorce court in about three years. Something's going to happen. Something's going to pop. I'll cheat. I'll do this or whatever. You'll self-sabotage to get your, get your ass out of it. Instead, just go to the person if you actually do love them and say, I'm committed to you, I'm committed to this, and I know this doesn't work, this, you know, try this. Because when you act, like, when you get the mirror thing in the relationships, it is uber transformative. And it doesn't mean, like, 
I was with my last partner for 12 years and we split, split up consciously because we, we had that agreement from the get go. Like 12 years ago, we had that agreement. We had that book together. That's how we always knew, but we just evolved and we still love each other, but we're just like, we knew because of our work, I didn't have to destroy him or me or there was none of that. It was a loving experience. It still is a loving experience. And he's doing his own thing. I love it. Yeah, it's a it's a Mike Kitko, you know Mike Kitko. He has yeah. a he has and I don't know if he came up with this, but he has a thing where he has an acronym for love, L O V E, letting others voluntarily evolve. Yes. It's important. If somebody's growing into a different situation that's completely out of your realm, it's okay to let that let that go. If you guys can work something out where it makes sense for you both to live the exact reality you should be living in, awesome. But, like, never be the reason why somebody doesn't live their best possible situation yeah. because that just creates resentment. Like, there, you know, there will be resentment if you sacrifice for somebody you love. So It's you outside just, of that. It's in that same world we were just talking about, right, you know? Right. Where you're just like, you should be this way. Why aren't you this way? I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's such a, that's, that's easier. That's, that's obviously easier said than done when like, for example, my, my wife, um, we've been together for 11 years and I'm thinking when I say this, I'm thinking my own anecdotal experience, but I've told her all the time. I've always been like, I've always been somebody constantly trying to like the practice of constantly keeping myself aware, keeping myself focused and intentional. Like, you know, if I open up my phone, my vision board's there. Like I've got an executive coach. Like I go to these mastermind groups. I'm constantly just working with people on a daily basis like and I'm learning myself and I I so I same thing with Caitlin I think that's why our 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 relationship has lasted so long because I love Caitlin I love Caitlin to death she would take she would take a bullet for me like there's nobody who knows me better and would do more for me than that fucking girl like she's a killer uh but we live two very vastly different lives like she does things like at the hospital and she sees people die and she helps with blood and fucking all this shit. That's not me. And, and I'm, and I'm like in fitness and I'm trying to do, I'm going to do a hundred mile race this weekend. I'm always just like pushing in that direction. So these are things that, you know, that, that we, they're very different, but I love that person to death. Like I would die for that person, but I also would not want to be the person that would keep her from like her living her best possible experience. And so, you know, I think she thought that she couldn't. She's always, since we were in high school, she's always talked about travel nursing and going out and way. And, and so I think she thought for a while that she couldn't do that because I opened a gym. And, you know, like, so things were, you know, things, I've, and I've always said this, and I've always said this, is I, I said, Caitlin, listen, like, you know, I'm going to do this. Because, like, I believe so much in the thing that we offer people. And I believe so much in... I, I, dude, like I've, I've got, I've got shivers down my back thinking about the lives that you've, that have helped change. Even, even if I could change one person's help be the energy somebody uses, you know, to like send off in their way and become just a fucking 1% better, you know, like if I can be that, like that means so much to me. And I don't know why I'm trying to figure that out. Why do I do so much to improve the lives of other people, even sometimes to the detriment of my own? which is another thing that I, I work on. But why do I do that? I don't know. But it brings me so much when it does happen that I'm like, this is my purpose. If you would just give like a breath before you say, I don't know. Right, right, right. Like, you do, like you're, you don't even give it a breath. You're yeah, like, like right into it. Yeah. I've always wanted to know what, I don't know. Yeah. 
That's true. So if you would just pause, you would know why. Dude, everybody that's listening to this podcast is going to know all my... <laughs> all your deep, all dark my, secrets. I know why I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm like over here about to like fall my eyes out. The whole relationship thing just like triggered. Right, me. right, right. Okay. Yeah, Mike, Mike yeah. is dealing with the situation. Yeah. Ooh, I might get a little emotional. That's all right. I'm going through a breakup. Energy, mm. emotions, energy, and motion. So... There's, you don't want that stuff in your body. Yeah, I want it gone. Yes. So that's a body's... Well, actually, tears are your changing frequencies. <laughs> it's your body's natural response to changing of a frequency. So when somebody is getting emotional and that's coming, it's a natural. It's we own that. Yeah. It's part of our humanness. It's actually how we work. It's like trying to hold back peeing. You can't. It has to come out of you. Yeah. So that's what's happening. So... Whenever you're like experience that and it triggers the tears, it, that's an awesome thing because you're shifting vibrations. So think about it. You know, people cry when they're happy and they cry when they're sad. They cry in between. Like it's, it doesn't have anything to do with what's going outside. It's just the shifting of frequencies. There's so much baggage on showing emotion. Oh, yeah. And it's like, seriously, that's like such human beings. It's pretending that we don't poop, you know? It's the same thing. <laughs> I gotta take this off. <laughs> it's you're exactly the same thing. So... That, that is, it's always tough, but it's always such a, like, if you can just relax into it and like, see where the, um, what the stuff is yeah, and like allow it to evolve you. I definitely feel like it has, like if this would have happened a year ago, I would definitely not be where I'm at. I'd be like pooed over in the corner, drinking a bottle of vodka or something. So Mike is a strong Mike is strong as fuck, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah, she's strong as fuck. Like, are you struggling with anything though now? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, is there one thing that oh, yeah. like pops up? What is oh, it? It's the breakup I'm going through. So what about that though? It's I feel like I lost a part of me. Hmm. Hmm. So let's dive into that. You've thought. Yeah, I definitely feel like the person that I lost was like my soulmate. I believed in it fully. Okay. So what else? Like, why, why did it, what, what was the, pre- okay, if this is so, then why are you breaking up? Because of my past insecurities, I let affect the relationship. Got it. Yeah. So something from the past yeah. is in your future. I mean, sorry, it's in your present. Yeah. Something in your past was in your, so there was, you were having um, um, multiple partners. <laughs> So there's a couple of you in the relationship, right? Yes. There's oh, your yeah, now definitely. self, yeah. your past self, and your anxiety self. Hey, yeah. there's three of us. Woo! Yes, definitely. For sure, there is. Yeah. And I don't, like, when you guys were talking about it, it, like, made it feel, like, really aware that I am a person that doesn't know how to be in the present moment and take, like, everything in. Yeah. So does almost every human being yeah. on this planet. So just give yourself a break. Like, just blow that off. Yeah. Like, that's totally, just totally doesn't mean anything. It's what means something is what you're feeling right now. So, have you expressed this to her? No, we haven't talked. Okay. So, there's things that you need to say. So, it doesn't necessarily mean to her. It means to that you just need to get it out of you. So, a really good thing right now is to be like in a space where you can like say what you need to say for you. Yeah. Um, and the thought of it ending has such a finality to it 
sometimes just, you know, I'm 55, so I've been through this shit for a minute or two. Sometimes those things revolve back around. Like my partner that I was with for 12 years. Yeah. Uh, about year two, he did something really crazy and it just, and he went back across the country and I didn't talk to him for nine months. And then somehow it like a text happened and then this happened and this happened and we were like, you know, came into balance with that. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that that it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You're in total control right now of how you respond to this. Yeah. So if you hadn't have an intention that you want this to evolve you and you stay as relaxed as you can, then that's what will happen. And out of that, the universe will bring you the right people, places and events to facilitate that. And that was what I was getting ready to say to you is you have to allow that space so the universe can respond, can like, it can show you how it's supporting you. And then when you get that, it's like, oh, I'm not doing this by myself anymore. You know, like I'm not alone. There's a whole universe around me that's supporting me. Dude, um, you guys just heard fucking Mike Abney and work right there. That was real as fuck. I know. That was <laughs> real as fuck. And it could go deeper. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, I can go for days. Oh, but I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's a very specific thing that is, can, it's just balance. We bring balance to it. So you're not wrong for having things from your past. We're not taught how to have this awareness. We're not. Like, our, it, it's just not. <laughs> so it's not your fault. Yeah. So there's no blame game or shame going on there. Right. And so I'm trying to tell myself that. <laughs> just really? accept it. Okay. Can you accept things? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> but if you could, like, I, this is this is space. Yeah, no, Because if, if you can't, you you got to learn that quickly. Yeah, and I feel like if I can accept the fact that like this isn't my fault, like it, you know. Oh, maybe this will help. So when you're when you're like not accepting reality, and this shows how strong we are, even when we're not even aware, when we're when we think something's wrong, what we're really doing is sending a signal out to the universe that listen. You, I, I know you don't know what's going on. Like you're literally pushing against the entire universe when you think something's wrong. That takes an enormous, um, people do it for years. They'll resist. And that resistance is pushing against everything that is. And we're that strong that we can literally do that. So if we're strong enough to push against the entire universe, imagine what would happen if, the, if we stopped pushing and allowed that that we are to come through us, what a different life we would have and a different world that we would live in. Yeah. Mike, Mike, you said something to me maybe a year or two ago um, that I use all the time still to this day, it's <laughs> just a tool. Uh, but to this day it's truly um, when you, when you read something in a book and, it, and you resonate with it mm-hmm. and you really resonate with it and it like falls right in line with like, that is true. But then, you know, you, you find yourself out in life and then you, you, you go against it. You're like, you're like, you, you know, it goes away in a second. It's like, it's like you feel so right about that thing that you're reading and you're, that you're hearing and it resonates with your soul. And like, oh my God, if I just, if I just believed this, if I just believed and lived this way, then like my life would be better. And then you close the book or you, you shut off the phone and then oop, back to fucking not believing that. And like back to not doing that. And um, I said, what, what do you do about that? What do you do about that? Like, you know, it's true. You know that you want to live that way. You know, you want to have that. 
and then you don't do it. And Mike said, just take a second to literally say either out loud or in your mind, like that you agree with this, that this is 100% true, that this is something that you're allowing yourself to believe, you know, that, but it's, but it's an intentional, like, I believe this, I agree with this, you know, like to, to, like, can you allow something? Can you agree with something? Can you just like make that true for yourself right now intentionally? And, um, I do that all the time. Every time I, I feel like, oh my God, that, that's so true. I say it in my mind. Now it's like a habit. It's a habit to be like, I believe that. I believe that's true. I believe that's true. And it's helped me out so much. And I always find that when I'm in a situation where, you know, I'm fucked, I'm like, I'm not agreeing with those things, those fundamental things that help me do so much better. And I'm like, dude, get back to it. Get back to it. Think like, just yeah. allow that to be your fucking reality by give, be, by being intentional. Yeah. Dude, I got a question for you. I got a question for you um, to piggyback on all of that. Talked about all the stuff. This is a perfect time to ask this question. How do you work out a problem that arises with your thoughts? Like, right away. What's the starting point? Like, here's the problem. Give me an example. Like, let's say, um, just let's say, like, somebody's, like, that you work with or somebody that you, like, you're, like, one of your clients is like not doing what you say like they're not doing it but they but they love you they want to stay with you it's a problem in your head what do you what's what's the process of working out a problem in your mind um i don't have the context for a problem anymore i see so, like there's nothing that's a problem i see i see okay so like uh let's go with uh how do you work out a situation but human beings that's definitely a thing like the mind invents that it's a problem Right. Okay. So this is good. In reality, there's just shit that's happening until the mind witnesses it and goes, that's a problem. And then you're off. You created your own problem. You have to reframe. You have to not look, you have to delete, you have to delete um, right and wrong. You have to delete problem. There's no problems because you're saying to the universe that's pushing against. You're saying something's wrong with here. So, yeah, it's, and it's not, it's just is because what we focus on expands. So if your mind creates a problem and you focus on it, you just lined up three or more problems. Yeah. That is a vicious circle, man. Yeah. The the planet's been stuck in it for several thousand years. Hmm. Yeah. Revolving out of it. Yeah. That was a question I heard on the Jay Shetty podcast, by the way. And I wanted to ask you that question to see what you thought. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Cause now that I think about it, like to, for, to have a problem, you would first have to have a problem. There would have to be first that there's a problem and then there's something that's not. So the problem. problem is the, right. the problem. The problem is that the fact that you think there's a problem is the problem. Yeah. So you have to reframe. Instantly force you out of your center into the outside world. And it's the same thing as, so Thoughts, once they're thought and you have the belief, it's already projected out there. So if it's out in reality, that means that the causation of it, it already happened. So there is nothing you can do about it except for choose something different. Because it, it equates to like... Oh, no! <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it equates to um, having um, a sense of awareness that you have to maintain that. So mm. it takes people around you just to kind of detect it. So 
a lot of people, you know, might be listening to this like, dude, you interrupt a lot. Well, <laughs> there's a very specific reason. So when I'm with anybody in this sort of a context, if I allow that to go, then I, I'm not in integrity. Mm. So there's a really funny thing about the mind. If it gets interrupted and it's bullshit, it disengages. Say that one more time. So if I catch somebody, like it, it's in their speech, like the thing we just said, if you could just give a little break, because I detected that you said something and then you slammed it right with, that doesn't work. Right. So there's no space there. So that's a, that's a loop. You do that all the time. Even mm. though I don't know that you do it all the time, I know that you do that all the time. Yeah. It's a loop. So it's like an effect, a tick. Not really, it's just a tick. So once that sort of like disappears and you have the awareness that there's not a problem, it still may interface with you because you have all the wiring for it, but there's an awareness that's, that knows that it's not so that you don't react to it, you can respond to it and then go, okay, when this showed up, it made me feel like X and I like this and this about the X, but I really like this about the X. Like what this X is showing me. Therefore, then that becomes my new vibration. And then everything in the universe will correlate around that. If I allow it. Damn. If I resist, it stops everything. So when people say they're stuck, that just means they're resisting. Hmm. And when I'm coaching people, we go there and figure out what that is. So if we were like having a conversation about relationships, we would go to that thing, you know, because it always boils back to the master, the master thing that we have. Because even though parents may not communicate to us about relationships when we're young, we're worth it. we see all of it and it gets imprinted. So in a sense, we're adults having relationships, but the reality is we're children having relationships in adult bodies. And then we wonder why it's messed up. Because I'm like... You know, working with folks and something will come up that's from the 15 year, you know, 15 years old. And I'm like, you're literally, you're literally letting a 15 year old girl run your love life. Would you ever do that? Yeah. No, not when you're aware of it. Yeah. But when you're unaware of it, it happens all the time. Straight up. Definitely makes sense. But once those things get complete and you see yourself as like whole, everything transforms. Man, you guys, you gotta freaking, you gotta freaking see yourself. You gotta get present. You gotta be here. You gotta be aware. You gotta have. You gotta put yourself in a fucking community so you can have these yes. blind spots. Yes. Just that's who we are for as, as human beings. Like that's the new family. That's the new. That's the new connections. Like standing up for each other in this sense. Not supporting each other as victims, but like empowering everybody. Yeah, man. You always, in our sessions, you always, like, catch me on those things. And that's why I think it's so, it's such, int like, on those, on those loops that I have. I definitely have those. Like, oh, my gosh. If I could, like, that's probably one of my, one of my limiters, like, that I, I think I always try to, like, kind of combat. I wouldn't even say combat, but shine light on and, like, give no power to. Um, my frame of thinking, like, is very much, like, like I'm doing this 100-mile race for... Like, dude, if anybody asks me, like, like, why are you doing this 100-mile race? Like, you know, as soon as I tell you verbally, like, how, why I'm doing this race, like, I don't think that you're not going to get it. Once I'm giving you all the, you know, nouns and stuff, like you were saying, and the, 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 thing, the thing that I get every time I push my body through something extremely fucking painful, 
when you do a 100-mile race, when you do a 30-mile race, when you do 26-mile race, like, you, you bring yourself to the fucking very present moment. There's no other place you can be because there's no way you can take another step moving forward. And, and uh, this gives, it's like, you think it's painful. People think that it's painful. It's not painful. Actually, it's like extremely enjoyable. This is why people do this. I swear to God, because you get more and more and more intimate with like who the fuck, what the fuck you are. Like you human, I, I, David Goggins says this, and I don't think people really understand what he says this. He did a hundred mile race and he was untrained for it. He just like showed up to it. And he said, you know, once you get into this weird fucking place and you, 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 are so, you are so in depth, like, so like, it's, it, you're not a, you're not a fucking thing. You're, so, you're, you're, it's an outer body. Like you are so in tune with your present moment that it's like the body is just moving and you're hovering above it. Yeah. And, and it's like this knowledge comes, this knowledge comes to you in the weirdest fucking way. And it's in enneagrams. Yeah, like it, our, the the true essence of who we are doesn't communicate with words. It communicates with right. feelings and and symbols and feelings. So like when say I'm that, channeling, say that term again. Say that term just for everybody. What was that? Enneagrams. Enneagrams. Yeah, like the they uh, symbols. I'll just say symbols. Okay. So it doesn't communicate. It doesn't. You know, when I hear my guides, they talk to me, and I I hear that it's separate. That's different. But like intuition that we all have. Um, that space comes and it's always in like a picture or a vision or a feeling or an experience. It's no, it's in the adjective world, not in a noun world. So if it's telling you noun things, that's your head. If it's like a feeling, Oh God, I want to go on vacation. I don't even know where, but I love like to breathe. Like you just get into the feeling of it, you know, like the feel of it. And then that's what the universe will produce more of. So if you're generating, we all have feelings, right? So those feelings go out into the universe and produce more places, people, and events that when we experience them, magnify that master feeling that we sent out. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you, when you learn to be in the now, there's a calmness and a presence and a peace that's within you that's being emanated out that you're constantly rendezvousing with. Mm. Damn. Dude, I don't know, man. It's powerful, though. No. It's like, I just want, I just want to, I just want everybody. I know this sounds weird, but I just like this. I just think it seems so simple, but it's. The mind wants to make it hard, but the thing that really dissolves all of it is being in action afterwards. You know, like having, following the breadcrumbs, allowing you, you have to learn what's next after the silent part and how to communicate with the universe that's been trying to communicate with you the whole time. But when you're in the now, you can hear it. You know, like when you, like that, what you're doing with running is really a meditation. Right, right. A hundred percent. Completely agree. Yeah. 100%. Guys, I, w- real quick, I got to use the restroom. We're at like one fifteen right now. I don't know if you have to shoot out of here, but I've got a couple more questions for you if you don't mind. Yeah. Could he go? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave for one second. But she use the restroom and come back. You guys okay. need anything to drink? No, we're no, good. good. All right, I'm just gonna pause it. We'll chat about that relationship right a little bit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Don't waste any time. Oh, I love it. It's so great. What is just some things that have um, your partner showed you? How to love myself 
and how to show love to other people and like what love actually is. I think that was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like as my parents, like my parents were divorced when I was really young and they fought all the time. So it definitely makes sense that I like hold on to that and expect that like, cause she would always say you get really defensive when we have conversations. She's a therapist. So it's not like she's arguing with me. We just talk, but I would get like, <clears throat> so she's a therapist, right? Yeah. So she's at a higher level of, well, see, that's your belief. Yes. The, see, the she sense. doesn't see you that way. I don't think. No. So that's the imbalance. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. You can't be in that, that, that disturbance would have to resolve. Yeah. Because it's not in integrity. Yeah. Right? So, see, that's gone. Yeah. You know that's not true, right? Yes. I do now. Now that it's like... Yes. Yeah. So this is like something that you can communicate. This is the growth part. This is the evolution part. I saw this about myself. Hey, I also, I'm from a divorced family. A lot of people are. That creates a mark. Yeah. And so like for your, your comfort level is the fighting. Yeah. That's when you feel at home. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. So if it's too nice, <laughs> I bet like, when it gets really nice, you freak out. Right? I freak out. I have to self-sabotage. That's exactly what I would do. Okay. Yeah. So, A, we're talking about it and we're becoming aware of it. So you're aware of this, right? Yeah. So that being said, what would be like something that you could just sort of see as, not to change any of that, because we go, like, we don't want to resist. Right the past we want to accept it because what we resist persists and what we accept transforms so we want to transform this okay so it is what it is but we're here now and you realize this pattern right yeah so having a conversation with your partner about this pattern which if she's a therapist she already knows about this so this is the part where you've got to be you become vulnerable yeah and i'm not good at that it's okay yeah so do you want to be Oh, of course. So I'm getting good at that. See, anytime you say I am anything after that, you're just putting a stamp on yourself. Yeah. This is what I'm really, really, really careful about the I am statement because you're just like, it's a nail in a coffin. So you're not any of that. Just who you were. You're not that right now. Yeah. You're clear right now. So it's just learning to build that back up in the, and how to engage in conversations. It's really authentic once you start to really play with it. Um, we're just not taught to express ourselves that way. We're yeah. taught to just sit down and be a good boy, and that's what we do. But, like, the reality is we got to let life come through us. There's a lot of stuff, like, processing, clearing on the planet. But No, dude, 100%. I'm 100% there with you, man. Sorry, guys, I had to go. Like, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm just drinking a shit ton of water. It's okay. For the, for the race. And yeah. Guys, but uh, we're back. We're back to it. Um, so, yeah, man, in any case, let's get back into fucking depth here. Got a couple more questions okay. for you. So I wanted to talk about, like, you do, you're, you're doing a TED Talk, and you were explaining to me this, this, this idea. What is the basis for the idea around your TED Talk that you kind of came up with? It was the truth about breakdowns. So, um, you know, when I had the biggest breakdown in my life, that really was the genesis of the breakthrough. So you can't have a breakthrough in life unless you have a breakdown and acknowledge it as such. Like they don't, one exists without the other. Why is that? You can't have a breakdown or breakthrough of anything until you've realized the breakdown of something else. Two things can't exist in the same time space sequence, Mm. but the mind makes up the breaking down part as something horrible. Something's destruct, 
something's being destroyed. The mind doesn't like that. That's why, you know, all the destruction that we see out in the world today really is just something's going to be torn down for something new to come. I see. And you were talking about like, and you were, and I totally agree with that. I mean, as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, every, every single person that I admire, every person I've talked to has the breakdown and they have like the massive breakdown. But we resist those. Yeah. We resist them because we think something's wrong, wrong with us. So that's why we do not want to experience breakdowns because the mind sees it as a failure. And that's where it stops for most folks. And they smear it up with whatever they put it, but it's like icing on a mud pie. It's still a mud pie. So my TED talk was about the transformation of the concept about the truth about a breakdown. It was really the doorway to the breakthrough. You just have to understand what it is and doesn't need, you don't need to sit and stew in it. It's not healthy. Yeah. How does somebody know they're in, in a breakdown? You breakdown, breakthrough. Every time that I feel myself going into like what I call a breakdown energy, it's just like a constriction. It just feels a little funky, a little off. I detect it so quickly. And it just like, now it's like that. I'll detect it. And I'm like, oh, something good, our breakthrough's coming. And I'm just like, okay, now I'm like set for it. You know, like I know what it is. I don't have to resist it. I'm like, yes. You know, when my relation, when the relationship was breaking down, it was like, I knew this other part of my life was coming and I knew I needed to be sort of quiet by myself to have this come through and like all of the, like all of it I knew. But at the same time, any weirdness would happen instead of dealing with that or making that a thing. I'm like, no, this is showing me something, showing me something I don't like and it's giving me a preference. So that's my job is to collect preferences. I see. So I focus on my preferences things that I prefer and that's ever changing. Yeah. That's why you just get stuck. So I like the, I like your bit about like you, you set an intention, which is like a goal and like really you're, you're thinking more about no, no, what no, you no, get no, out no, of no, it. No, 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 no. I need to be really clear. Yeah, go back, intention go back. is not a goal. Okay. I see. Right, right. Intention is the moving of energy. So it's a more of a feeling. It's like we're creating with everything starts mentally. Like, Think about, think about that camera that's looking at us, that's doing everything right now, right? So before that was a camera, somebody had to think, had to see that in their mind. Otherwise, they would never been able to construct it. I see. They weren't just like sitting around a lab one day putting some shit together. <laughs> what the hell is this? I see, I see. It doesn't work like that. Somebody says, we need to create something where we can like capture these moments for folks and that's how the thoughts you have to have the question allow the thought forms to come because how we create based on this is how we create reality based off of a need okay i see or a desire i want to have these memories for people that they can think about the power of all of these the photographs it all came from a thought i see so it's then that entered in the mind of whoever invented the cameras and keeps reinventing them. It's a thought like the pop mic thing. Mike, why do we keep getting these sounds? Oh, yeah. it's because it's too hard for the mic. What do we need? We need something to soften that. So it doesn't have that thing. So this is all thought. I see. I see. That's how you create it without, cause we have no relevance for thought. 
it's the most powerful thing in the entire world universe is thought. It's how we move and create everything. But yet, human being, the mind, will go poo-poo on a thought. It's just a thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I, so I feel, I see, I see what you're saying. So it's not like a, it's not a, it's not a goal. It's like I need to, I need to think a, I need to intentionally think a certain way. And that, that certain way of thinking. Life would work better thinking. if I thought this way. Yeah. You don't need to do nothing. I see. You're perfect. You are whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, and harmonious. The end. That's who you are. You are that. Your life is about yeah. realizing that. So, shit, so yeah, so I see what you're saying. So, like, with that being said, shit, now I forgot the question. <laughs> I got totally, re- like, that totally reframed my, my question. It does. Because like, yeah. those are the seven most right. powerful words in, in the world. Right, because I was going to say, um, I was going to say, like, with, I guess with the original thought, is that you were saying there's a certain way that you need to not a certain there's not a certain way that you need to live but intentionally living is not living to do an intentional thing but to think and pro- and produce energy a certain way. They're telling me to tell you this, okay? Go ahead, keep Sorry. doing it. Keep doing this. You're you live to learn. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. And it would be extraordinarily powerful if you flipped that around. Hmm. If you learn to live. Oh. <laughs> Powerful. How do you feel? Oh my God. Yeah. Sorry to drop that on you, but like, that's why you're in that loop. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. And I know because I used to be an addict <laughs> to learning until I came across this concept of, that was shared with me. And I'm like, Holy sh- same thing with food. Huh. Instead of living to eat, you eat to live. Ooh. Dude, that's, that's a powerful, profound fucking thought right there. So I've, I've tried this. This is something that came to me about six months ago. So, and you'll try this. And people could try this at home. So, really, you just need a cracker. Like, if you get hungry, just try eating a cracker. Nothing else on it, no embellishments, just a cracker. Just try this. It's hysterical. So um, three crackers is, like, I'm good all day. Like, that's because I'm not living to eat. I'm eating to live. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. That's huge. If you framed everything that way, if you framed everything that way, same Dude, you thing would with live money. So much better. It's the same thing with money. Are you earning to live? Or are you living to earn? Oh, damn. Yeah. You, those three things, right? Those concepts, right there. You have to be. Yeah, kind of. You got to be close frequency wise to get that. Right. But th- that's a planetary change. That's that's a huge that's a huge change. Because there goes all of the obsessions. There goes all of it. It's all gone. Poof. Yeah. All the excess. All the waste. All of it gone. Like, man, we, dude, there's such a hard, there's such like a, a, a sense of, of rush to get in as much information as possible, you know, so that you know what to do. without the application. Yeah. The value is not in the knowing. The value is in the application. Right. Like what you Mm. do. If we came in here and talked about fitness, nobody getting fit. (laughs) Right. We got to push your ass to yeah. that workout. 
Do you get it? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. You have to be in action. But think about that. Like, this is just obvious that you're doing action things in here. But in life, we're just like, no, I'm just going to come. I worked out so hard. I worked out so hard today. We just talked about fitness all for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> just talked about it endlessly. Does nothing. Right. But you get in here and you do it, then there's results. Fuck, Mike, that's, that's, that's huge, man. I think that's, that's absolutely huge. And I think that there are so many people that I know, including myself, that goes with the live to learn and not the learn to live. Because, dude, that's, I mean, learn to live. is like that, that change is so, because what's, and this is, again, go back to Mike Kitko. Uh, you know, he says, like, the grind gurus and the uh, and the hustle whores. That's what their life is about. Like a lot of their life is about, dude. Like like living to learn. Like a hundred percent. It's like, what can I do to know? What can I do to be better? What can I do to have the edge? What what book can I read? And I I talked to somebody just the other day where I was like, who are you following? And they were just like, who are you following? Who are you doing? And like they were like, oh, I'm not following right now. I'm acting. No, I was like thought about that and I yes. thought, and I thought that's good. That's good. That's, I'm like, fuck yeah. You're not following, you're leading. You're not following, you're leading, yeah. So you, that's right, That's right. Which, which is such an interesting fucking distinction because I truly believe, I think that profound truth, and this all goes back, this all stems back to like energy. Like, profound truth is very rarely heard and much more often felt. And it's felt through experiences. So you learn through feeling. I say true learning. Yeah. True learning happens through feeling. It's... That's amazing, dude. Like, I, I just <laughs> truly believe that. You just fucking, dude, I'm telling you, like, that is a huge bit. I hope that everybody who... I, th- I hope you're still paying attention. ...comes in and, um, <laughs> and just listens to fucking Mike Abney. He's the fucking man, dude. All right, and so I got a couple more questions for you, my man, before go, we, we, go. We, we get this out. I'll say, so I know we, we talked a little bit about meditation. Yep. And we talked about whether or not, you know, we should be meditating... Um, the, what the function of meditation is. Um, so what's your, so give me your opinion on meditation. What, what, what is meditation? What's the purpose of it? And is it useful? The purpose is just things? the stillness of the mind and exercising that muscle. Cause it's a, it's a muscle that you have to practice. Um, say that one more time. So, is what is meditation? What's the purpose of meditation? Okay. And is it useful? Meditation is whatever somebody thinks it is. Like, you know, it's for me, it's that getting still, but it's evolved. Like when I first started a practice that I did was just um, letting my mind go crazy, but I kept my body still because this instruction was you can't, you can't, um, I don't want to say control the mind, but like there is a way to stop the thoughts. Like the, the noise. Really? Yeah. What do, you, what do you, like, go ahead. Um, it, but it's a practice. So you create this and you like allow the universe to start showing you and the bread, breadcrumbs, right? So I've done this particular type of meditation for years. You just like, you start out and you just sit, you know, you have to get to one level and to the next. So you'll just sit in a chair, the same chair every day for 15 to 20 minutes and you just sit. And let your mind go crazy. And then over time, you learn to like connect to it. And it's a process where you just sort of train yourself. Oh, 
my mind just went on a tangent. Okay, right back here. So it's just like constantly right back because it's going to do it a million times. And you can't, and the second you go, oh, that's not, you're out of it. So it's just back, back, and that's it. You surrender to coming back. And then something magical happens. Things start to open up. Breadcrumbs start to happen, what I call breadcrumbs, where you'll get an email from something. This literally happened to me. Right before the pandemic, I got this email that's, or before I got the email, my guides told me that I was going to go to see this, um, her, she's called the Hugging Saint, uh, uh, her name's Alma. And I knew about her, but I didn't really connect with anything that she'd ever done. I just knew she was a hugging saint. And it was some Indian thing, you know, like I didn't know anything else about it. But it was like, you're going to Los Angeles and you're going to see, she's in Los Angeles, go see her. And I looked up and she was literally in Los Angeles on the middle of November of 2019. So I was like, okay, well, that's pretty, you know, when they tell you to, that something's there and you go and look and it's there, it, it's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> so I just booked and I went. I had no idea what I was getting into, but I would, they told me to go there for this very specific meditation it's called the I Am Meditation. And I loved it. It was awesome. And I come back and it, like, I wasn't in my own space because I was, you know, I was with my partner. So it just wasn't conducive to holding that frequency, but I always kept it. Like he didn't mean to make fun of it, but he kind of made fun of it a little bit. And that, you know, it just was what it was. There wasn't a space for it. And it wasn't timing, but I kept it. I kept all the stuff. And when I moved into my own place, I started back with her. Oh my God. Like that with the, cause there's a body thing with it. Like before you even start the meditation, you work your body, like these nine little yogic things to get your body moving. I'm just so present to how, like what we do here, it's the flexibility is in with everything that you're doing, like with what you guys do here, that is part of the meditation, is the flexibility of the spine so that energy can travel. So it's beyond, it goes beyond just the stillness. The stillness starts to speak to you. Follow those things, because if I hadn't followed that hunch, a huge chunk of my life would be missing right now because that gives me so much joy. Every day I wake up and I get to do that. I've like wept in the middle of these things before because they're so powerful. Like these moments that I never dreamed that meditation could be like that, you know, like where you actually feel the presence of the universe, like in these spaces. So I know it takes practice to get there, but I enjoyed the whole thing the whole way through, but it's, it's a practice, but it's like the connection to yourself. But that connection is not like, oh, I'm here, close the door. It just keeps expanding. Yeah. So if any, any limitation that just your mind trying to tamper down the vastness of the universe. Yeah. That's, that's sort of the, uh, the bit again, always coming back to Joe Dispenza, but I think he's probably the leader in this work right now. But he talks about that, you know, there's an aura of energy around you and it expands the more aware you become. And the more you meditate, that, the, the further reach that your aura of energy kind of reaches out. Yeah. To. And it's like measurable. It's measurable, guys. It's just crazy. And it's real. And it's all it kind of comes down to your, your ability to be one with yourself, one with your thoughts. And people always tell me, well, dude, meditation is stupid. Why would you meditate? Like, I can't sit still, man. I'm, that's, that's, it sucks. It's like, that's why you need to meditate. Like you need to meditate and you need to do things that work your body so that you're aware of your, every muscle in your body. I mean, every so when muscle. somebody says that to you again, you just go, 
you're right. Right. You're right. You can't. Right. So sad for you. Right. Right. You're right. You're right. Right. Man, (laughs) guys. What a podcast. You're right. You're right. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you don't believe us, you're you're right. right. (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth. This won't help you at all. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. That's correct. That's crazy, dude. But that's so that's so true. And I I I think like, you know, it's this is why I do like free yoga. I'm like, listen, this is a free benefit. And I say practical, I say something practical, something that somebody will not, I'm not going to say that this is what's going to help you bring awareness to your body. I know that people kind of get set off on that. So like, I'll just say, and it, it, which is true is that like yoga is great way to increase flexibility, range of motion, and even strength in some cases, depending on what movements you're doing, or what poses you're doing. But for me, first and foremost, like the practice of yoga is the practice of breathing and and mindfulness yeah. and breathing helps you. Here's an interesting bit for anybody who wants to know this is that like, literally if you meditate for five minutes, four days out of the, out of the week, you can, you can decrease your central nervous system, like your, your sympathetic nervous system yeah. response by up to, or sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm saying this, I'm saying this incorrectly. Let me make this easier to understand. You are increasing your body's immune system by f- up to 50%. You can increase your body's immune system by up to 50% by just meditating and breathing for five minutes, four days out of the week. This is proven by science. Yeah. And so, and, and so like the way that I see it is that like, it's clear to me, it's clear to me that it's clear to me that the placebo works and the placebo works at 60%. 60 fucking percent. Let me tell you something. If the placebo worked at at 0.0001%, it would tell you that your thoughts are extremely powerful because that's fucking crazy. So if anybody hears that placebo works at all, they should understand what the power of the mind really, really is. I mean, it really determines what's good and what's, what's bad. And what's, I mean, you totally have explained this yourself. And I think that the more it should be taken extremely seriously. And I think that it is being uh, taken more seriously now but I mean, it is extremely, extremely powerful. I think manifestation of your, like the manifestation of your reality is 100% predicated on your ability to find presence and awareness of what existence is. Do you believe in manifestation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then do you think that, uh, like, have you, have you kind of experienced manifestation yourself, like, in just... That's how I create everything. Yeah. That's how I manif- I'm, I, I, that's how everything in my life is created. I think that's kind of how you met me. I think you gave me a story about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walked Ooh. by and like I was driving by here when we first moved to the loft. And I kept having this like hunch that like I kept seeing that sign. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, why am I keep going like that? Like, I never do that. Now, you do have one of my colors that I do love. Like, that's one of my brand colors. So, oh, the, blue, the blue. Okay. So, like, I got that. And I'm, for many, for several trips, I thought it was just the color. Oh. And I kept, and it was just like, damn, what is going on here? Why do I? I'm like, I literally came in here just because of that. I had no idea what the hell you did. Like, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. I just didn't. <laughs> and I All came right. in, and I was like. Oh, I have heard of that hit thing, you know, but like you elevated it up, but like that, I never experienced that before. Yeah. You know, and I started to notice like, because when I came to you, I was still dealing with like some of the illness stuff, you know, with like the um, inflammation and stuff. Yeah. 
So like that, uh, I just feel like I stand taller, I more flexible. I feel more grounded in my body. Um, yeah, this huge good shit. Like, yeah, but, but real talk. Like I do think that, um, I do think that manifestation is extremely powerful. I can't wait to see more and more of that science kind of like roll out. So yeah, man, I got two more fucking questions for you. Go. They're both, these are, these are the last one's not like particularly cliche, but this one's a cliche when I ask everybody this question. Okay. What is the meaning of life to you? Why do you think we know we're here? Like, what is the meaning of life to you? There is no meaning to life. Expand. There's nothing to expand. It has no meaning except the meaning that we give it. Hmm. Life has no inherent meaning. Period. Period. It only has meaning because we give it that. That's interesting. Damn. So how can somebody use this? How can somebody use that? Stop making shit mean something. Wow. It doesn't mean anything. I think that that's so that's so that's useful. Yeah. It doesn't. I think you put too, like people put too much expectation. Ex- expectation. Yep, that word could not get it out, but on themselves and like the universe and the world and other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if you're fucking so caught up with a certain meaning and you don't reach it, like you're just constantly desiring. You're constantly living in the, not really the past, but like never reaching this illusion of the future. So if you just could cut out, there is no real meaning. There's no future. Is, do you believe, do, do you think that, that religion, just with this, with this being said, with, with meaning having no life, this is an interesting concept. Um, I want to kind of, I want to kind of play with this a little bit. So I just went to see, do you know, um, do you know Jordan Peterson by chance? You ever heard of Jordan Peterson? That name sounds really familiar. Clinical psychologist. He's really big on like just his bit of work. I'm not saying that any of this is, but he kind of bit, he takes all of this clinical experience in psychology and he kind of like, um, Mike Matula is always talking about um, uh, Jordan Peterson. And he talks about like, like, I think that he believes that there's no meaning in life, meaning of life. But I do think that he has, he, he relates like religious stories, like the very, the very most depth of religious stories. And he talks about every ideology, every ideology that is known stems from these ancient stories, like every phenot- or every uh, archetype. So every archetype and um, every archetype of every character, every story is, that's powerful to you, is a story of religious background. With this meaning, which I, I think this is so interesting because I totally fucking agree with you on, on what you, like, that there's no meaning. You're, you, like, stop taking this thing so seriously, right? Do you believe in a God or a creator of any kind? Like, that's a person? No. Like, I think the way that he kind of puts it, and I, I, I think he, he talks about, like, your God being your, whatever your highest possible virtue is, is your God. Basically, is what he says. Like whatever your charge word. It's more the sound. Like it's ah, ah is the sound of creation. Okay. Ah is the sound of creation. So that's why they're all called God, Allah, Buddha. Uh, it's oh, just shit. ah. Oh, Damn. What? You didn't know that? No, I had what no the idea. Fuck is that? Yeah, they all have ahs. God, Buddha, Krishna, Krishna, Allah. Damn. What the. Ah, it's just ah. That's why I say when you name it, 
Um, if you keep it a sound, then it's a sound. It doesn't have a, uh, it's not a word. When you put a thing on it, then you'll have, you'll attach meaning to it. So, yeah. I mean, this triggers religious people, but I'm sorry. You, everybody's going to have to be triggered That's by okay. religion because we right. got to get past it as a human race. Yeah. Like right. it's fucked up. Right. Fucked up. That that has done so much damage to the world that's supposed to be bringing light and peace. Wrong. It doesn't. Mm. We're like living in the result of it. It doesn't. We have to face that because that's what the reality is. And when you do that, then you're like, okay, there's nothing wrong with anybody wanting to believe anything like that. There's nothing wrong. I'm not trying to change anybody's thing, but I damn well calling it out that it's just a belief. Yeah. You don't know anything about where that came from. If you think that that's the end all be all, you missed the mark. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's interesting. Because if you were born in Africa, you would have a, it would be different. If you were born in India, you'd be whatever you were. Like, it's your, what you came up with. So when I was 11, this is when I popped out of it. So I popped out of this when I was 11. So my mom, we went to this really, really religious, like Pentecostal thingy, church. And my grandma was, had cancer and she passed away, but her dying wish was that all of her grandkids would go to church every Sunday. So that's what the hell we did. So I was always like weird about it anyway. There was just something that was weird about it and I didn't really quite get it, but you know, I didn't have a car to drive myself, so I went. So until um, this one day when he said, unless you're come here and get saved at this church, then you're going to hell. And I was like, mom, what about my friend Bobby's Catholic? Like, <laughs> what's going to happen to him? And I'm like, wait a minute, what about other people in the world? How the hell are they going to get to Missouri to this little tiny spot in the road that still had two or three churches on it? And how are they going to get to this one and get up here to like, right? no, like that didn't make any sense. And my, hmm. it's the only time my mom's ever hit me, <laughs> ever. Like, and she, she wanted me to shut up because she didn't have the answer. She's telling me that later, but I walked out of that place and that was the end of that. I see dude. That's, that's good. I, I do believe this. Like, this is interesting. I've got so many different things about, um, just different people that I follow that, that have the same weird, like the same, like, uh, um, I guessed, I, I don't want to say belief because you first have to define belief, but they have this, I guess, understanding, but I guess you'd have to go there too, but this understanding of, of existence and having this, this aim towards these fundamental principles of religions mm-hmm. um, to, co- to keep us together through religious story and narrative. And, but, but I like your bit. It's like, so what, let me ask you this question. Like, what do you think people should aim for? In life. Connecting with themselves. Hmm. Done. Powerful right there. And then you can choose what you want in your experience. So I think all of the religions actually at the core are beautiful. They're trying to do something. They're trying to do what I'm doing. They're trying to explain that unexplainable world around us because the mind can't make sense of it. So somehow during our history, it got delegated to people wearing hats and shit. Like that's like... The church became the thing yeah. for that, but it also became the filter for it, and it was used to control people. Like, that's right. where this all started. You know, like, the King James Version that's here in the United States, like, that was, there's a history to all of that. Just take a basic college course. It, it, 
it's all right there. So it's like the thing that people think that Jesus said never said a word of it. Not one word of the Bible was ever written until 70 years after he was dead. So, you know, if people believe that 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 wrong, but that's that's a reality. And it was channeled. They got visions and they wrote it down. But like people that believe in that, mm. you start talking about channeling. They're like, that's the work of the devil. And it's <laughs> like, dude, your whole book's like written about it. Like right. he wasn't here for any of it so interesting and you definitely know that like the like regardless of the religion but the church the church of these religions it's the church of it i don't believe people like have inherently like to do that or right. when somebody is you know there's a huge tendency in the that world to like think you know something and then have to go out and get other people to think that way too you know like um what's the one that other oh, jehovah witness that particular belief, you know, so for them, my understanding is that there's only 144,000 people that can get into heaven, right? That's, I don't know if you guys know everything about this, one of their things, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's why I know to be true. Why are you knocking on doors, and why haven't you gotten 144,000 people yet? Like, <laughs> you've been doing this for 50 years, you haven't yeah. got 144,000, like, what's up? Like, no, why are you knocking not. on my door? <laughs> I thought you already, you're already filled up, like, it's stuff like that. Like my mind, when I popped out of it, I can see the ridiculousness of yeah. all of it. But I also know too that I respect people wherever they're at. But yeah. I get to share what I get. I'm not trying to get anybody to Real think talk. like me. Real talk. I'm just being honest about what's in our faces. I think that's good. I think what you're saying is is right along where where like my my I guess like where like my ideology would be because I suppose it's like always just like it's it's always funny because it's like should you drop all ideologies or is dropping all ideologies still an ideology? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? give your space like when you connect with yourself first that right. is the space and then you can choose not based off of something that somebody told you to do like right. it's you you connected with it it's that makes the most sense to me. Like get rid of the idea that there is a meaning or highest virtue, connect with yourself at the most, at the most deep level and then choose what you want your experience yeah. to be. That makes sense. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That was a good answer to the question. Good shit. <laughs> all right, man. So dude, all right. We're almost at two hours. So it's a good fucking podcast. I love, dude, I <laughs> love this. A good this one, shit. Yeah. I love this shit, dude. I'm so happy you came, man. Thank you so much. Man. You're welcome. So, so I got one more, man. So okay. this, I, this is the last question I always ask everybody, you know, so, I mean, with the meaning of life, not having virtue, just let like the highest virtue or the highest possible aim, let's just say betterment and in, in the, let's just go with betterment in the direction of betterment. If anybody should even go in that, that direction, let's just say, if somebody was trying to reach their betterment and you were going to give them one, of, one piece of advice, what would be the one most important piece of advice you would give them? Delete that word. Because mm. when you're better, you're saying in the now, I'm not enough. Hmm. Oh, Mike, you're fucking Damn. That one gave me goosebumps. Yeah, so it's, just, it's, it's a evolution. Evolution. It's expansion. Expansion. It's a matter of reframing. It's actually just letting go is what it is. It's just letting go. Because it's, it's natural. Like your evolution, our evolution, it's just like breathing. It's just, you, like a flower. You can't, it, it's a seed. It comes out, it becomes a flower. It does its thing. Like that, that's what it is. Hmm. It's, it's the same way. It's reframing. It's reframing the, 
being aware of what you're saying and how it keeps us in these little boxes. So if I'm bettering myself, really what I'm doing is I'm shitting on myself in the now. Hmm. Because you're saying, damn, I'm not enough. So you're on that, you are in that cycle of knowing to live. Mm. It's the reverse. Dude. Because you're already perfect. That's good good piece of advice. You're already all of those things. I feel like that's the best piece of advice anybody could take. Yeah. I mean, just just continue to evolve. Just continue to evolve. Just let go. Let go of it. Let go of that thing. And get with the community of people that are thinking like that so you can like cultivate it and have it grow. You know, you just, you don't plant something. You have to nurture it. You have to, like, that's part of creation. It's around us, mirrored everywhere. It's how, the, it, how it all works. It's just so much easier when we get out of our way from the little me in the head. Hmm. Awareness, folks. Awareness. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have it. It always stems back to the mind. It always stems, not the, really the mind, but it's just awareness that you are not the mind. Yeah. Like yeah. if you can have that awareness, if you can just have the awareness that you're not the mind, you know, and you're not here to control or manipulate the things around you, and you're not, there's no higher virtue. There's just so much more freedom. That's what freedom really is. Yeah. Because you're not free when you're on the rat wheel. Yeah. You're on the rat wheel. Like you're not free when you're trying to know more. Yeah. When you're living to to learn, right? You have, there's a carrot in front of you. There's always more to learn. Right. Always more to learn. There's always more money to make. There's always if you, you reach a desire, you're at the what do they say? The bottom of one mountain is. The I'll leave you like this. Start of I'll another. leave it like this. It's kind of like Google. Like all the information in the world's on Google. You can Google anything, right? So, intentions the same way. So you can use it like Google. I intend to have this thing show up. And as soon as you acknowledge that thing, it sends you more. That's your Google. Doesn't mean all the information's out there. You don't need to know everything on Google. You just need to know how to ask the question. And then it pops up. Mm. And we're trying to create that. We're trying to create that. Like Google is a manifestation of the infinite the infinite. Yes. 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 The infinite. That's all you can say. The infinite. Yes. yes. Because but like anything that exists it's has a to mirror. It's a mirror. Just like relationships are a mirror. Actually, everything in the world is a relationship. That's all right. Because relationship is how you relate to something. Your ship, with, you're relating to it. So it's not, we have relationships, the noun, it's a noun. In that context, so the mind will attach all the meaning to it. Doesn't mean anything. It's just how we relate to each other. So we relate to food, we relate to working out, we relate to life, we relate to like everything is a relationship. So everything in a relationship is a mirror. So then we're just in a big mirror. And that's the key to the freedom is when you understand that because then. When you think something is true in the universe and it's not, you're disempowered, you lose power, and you gain power when you become in alignment with what's true for you. Because there is no T-truth. Truth is, is, you know, it's something that... We've made up. Yeah. 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 Because when you, something's true, that means I'm right and you're wrong. 
if you're right about something, everybody else is wrong. Yeah. So you're walking around with energy making people wrong. And you don't, we don't realize that, but people pick up on it because of that ambient space because they feel it. It's like, who wants to be around somebody that thinks you're wrong? Gross. This is an interesting thought that I just had with all this. You know, I think that with all this being said, like you said, like, if you could just see that, that like, every possible thing that could exist does exist. It's yeah. just not, you just, you just haven't taken it from what I actually think is probably not the inside. This is probably the outside. This is probably the inside. This is probably the outside. I think we're, it's not like thinking, we all say think inward. It's not a matter of thinking inward. It's a matter of not giving so much fucking energy. Well, first of all, reverse that. Reverse engineer that. You're actually outside of the box. The outside world is the box. The inside world is infinite. It expands in every single fucking direction you can possibly think about. Mm -hmm. And every single possible conceivable thing that ever is going to be brought from the outside to the inside. (laughs) Because the inside is limited, but the the outside is unlimited, which is actually inside consciousness, I suppose, or the infinite, which would be what the fucking vessel of the human being is. It's basically a pathway to. What a fucking interesting thing. It's a matter of understanding that. Anything truly is possible because every possible situation that you could ever think is possible in some way, shape, or form because... And when you're connected and you think it, act on it. Like, that's the thing. Act on that. Even if you don't know how that's going to go, you just surrender that and you go. Because when you do, that's when the ball gets rolling and that's when it takes on momentum. Yeah. And that's what we're all like. It's not about the... Thing at the end it's about the flow and the momentum and the experience all along the way Damn, guys what a good what a good life cast today hey there we mm-hmm. go hey you you guys got it first you guys got it first from fucking mike mm-hmm. abdi here thank you so much You're dude welcome, man thank you yeah i think dude hey we, we that i think that's good i think we'll leave you guys with that dude um shit <laughs> <laughs> manifest that motherfucker dude absolutely <laughs> well dude hey do you have anything that you want to say before we we, we leave this that was really no i appreciate the opportunity no like, it's fun to talk about like what i'm creating like because i'm in a bubble you know when i'm i sort of isolate myself a little bit when i'm creating it so i make sure i'm not out influenced by outside things um so like it's kind of fun now that this is getting ready to come out you know like being able to share it no, dude. I, well, thank you for sharing it with us, man. Like I said, I'm going to keep bringing you on. Like, I'm going to keep doing this. Um, last time it was only a live. This is going to be a podcast on Spotify and um, on um, Apple Podcasts. And I'm going to keep growing this thing up. I'm also going to start another podcast with, uh, with uh, Will Mesher. We're going to start a podcast, maybe do two times a week. We're going to just like, we're going to get into like, it's a little, a little bit more on mindset. We're going to look at like human performance, like, and, and see what that kind of, what, what those people are made of, but what those people do to do those weird things. Um, this is always going to be a lot more about like the stuff we just went over today. Yeah. But I, I, like I said, uh, I, I'm going to keep bringing you on because I love your, I love your insight and your way of thinking on this stuff. It always catches me, which I love because <laughs> I know I can continue to, I can continue to evolve. 
Yeah. And I love the evolution. Yeah. My like the evolution and understanding. I, I get a lot of energy from it. It makes me feel so good to to like elevate one small step every time. You know what I mean? Like, and the process of doing that is definitely my journey. Definitely the journey that I enjoy so much. So I'm I'm so happy that you came and you're a part of it. And thank you, Micah, too, for joining Absolutely. in. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. But uh, so yeah. where where can we find you? And where can they buy your products? <sighs> I'll have to give you a link. It's going to be um, my website's michaelamnylife.com. It's still in progress because it'll kick in when the it's all going to be on an app. So just go there or on Facebook. It's Michael Abney life. Everything on there is, is how to connect with everything on Facebook at Michael Abney life. Okay, perfect. Hey, there you go guys. And we'll put it down in the, in the description too, where you can find Mike Abney, where you can follow Mike Abney and where you can contact him to become, get some help from Mike Abney. Maybe he can help you better your life, make you, uh, well, not he can better. get you, get you be more aware of your life. Yeah. I'll show you so who you, you are. Increase. Yeah, there we Ooh. go. There we go. <laughs> Goosebumps. I'll introduce you to yourself. There we go. I love that. <laughs> the real one. I love that so much. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this one. Come back next time, Wednesday, every Wednesday at 1130 for now, unless we say something different. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And uh, take it easy. Oh, think big, live better. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm done. <laughs>